Hi there. This is Mariti Russell, publisher of InnerSelf.com. Welcome to the InnerSelf audio version of Five Things That Can Interfere with Clear Interspecies Communication. Written by Nancy Windhart, an animal communicator and interspecies communication teacher. In my blog posts, free resources, and courses, I talk a lot about the things that we can do to support and develop our inborn, natural interspecies communication abilities. In this post, I want to talk about some things that can interfere with our ability to hear and understand our other-than-human companions clearly. First, distorted human-centric attitudes. It's important when practicing interspecies communication to honor the intelligence, sentience, awareness, and individuality of beings of other species. It's as human-centric to assume that all animals, trees, or plants are superior in wisdom and intelligence as it is to think of them as inferior or not as aware or evolved as humans. Though the idea that humans are the pinnacle of evolution, both biologically and spiritually, is pervasive, more and more human people are becoming aware that we are but one aspect of life on this planet, and that there is an infinite array of intelligence, understanding, wisdom, and perspective among our other-than-human kin. Seeing other species as different than humans, unique but equal in their perspective, awareness, and experience of their lives, will support clear communication. Assuming that animals and other non-human beings are either inferior or superior to humans will interfere. 2. Frenetic, busy lifestyles. Our human world moves at a pace that does not promote time for listening, presence, balance, rest, and quiet. Sometimes the first thing that people experience when they begin to practice telepathic animal communication is to fall asleep. I feel that this is a natural response of the body to being exhausted and out of balance. Until we have a baseline of resilience, adequate rest, and quiet time and space in our lives, it can be hard to hear the animals clearly. One of the gifts of this pandemic time for many people has been the opportunity to slow down, to let go of the insane schedules that many of us have lived with, and to learn to be quiet, alone, and still. This has not been easy for our species, but it has offered us many gifts of awareness, quiet, stillness, an opportunity to stop, pause, reflect, and rest. I have heard from so many people in this last year who have said, I don't want to go back to the way things were before. The old normal wasn't healthy for me. We are exploring new ways of living, being, and creating. If we can take the lessons of the pandemic time and recreate our human world in a more balanced way, both individually and collectively, 
we will create a way of being and living that will naturally support easy, clear, fluid connection with all life. 3. Untreated, unhealed trauma, addiction, and or unstabilized psychological conditions. These are big issues. Let me first say that I don't mean to imply that we need to be fully healed or recovered from any of these in order to learn to communicate clearly with beings of other species. What I mean by treatment and healing is that we have support, including trained professional mental and physical health care, that we have done enough of our own personal work to be able to hold ourselves with compassion, awareness, and presence when we are listening to other beings, and to differentiate our own thoughts, experiences, and emotions from those that are coming from others. A few words about each of these. Trauma. Many of us who are drawn to animals and other species develop this awareness and affinity in the crucible of trauma, whether in childhood or later in life. It's essential to have skilled professional support in working with trauma. Without this, we are likely to project our trauma responses onto animals and other beings, which will interfere with clear communication. Addiction. Addictions of all kinds can sabotage our ability to be clear with ourselves and others of all species. We now know that addictions alter brain chemistry. Mood-altering behaviors and substances can create barriers to the clear flow of communication and receptivity required in interspecies communication. Even short of addiction, mood-altering substances can alter our physiological chemistry in such a way that interferes with clear hearing. There are spiritual traditions which use plant medicines with skilled support to enhance consciousness or facilitate healing. That's not what I'm referring to here. I'm talking about altering our biological chemistry and perception with substances and or behaviors in ways that can interfere with the clear flow of communication. For myself, I make it a policy to not use these kinds of substances including sugar and caffeine in excess, when I want to create the conditions to hear clearly and accurately. Unstabilized psychological psychiatric conditions. These can include those that are diagnosable and also those that are not so acute. Depression, anxiety, PTSD, and other conditions can interfere with our ability to hear clearly. If you're dealing with these kinds of issues, it's really important to seek support, and the kind of support that is most beneficial for you. The healing journey is individual, and each person will require different kinds of support. I want to reiterate that complete healing, if there's even such a thing, is not necessary in order to practice interspecies communication but a foundational baseline of stability and support is needed by most people in order to open consistently and clearly to the communications of other beings. 4. Human Agendas, Ideas, and Strong Beliefs 
When we begin to explore our desire and ability to communicate telepathically with animals, it's important to begin to identify the difference between our human ideas and thoughts and what is coming directly from the animal. We all have thoughts, ideas, beliefs, and agendas, and awareness of them will help us to know our own thoughts so that we don't confuse them with an animal's thoughts. Awareness is the key. Examples of Ideas and Beliefs I've never been very good at quieting my mind, so I probably won't be able to do this. Or, all animals are angels and give us unconditional love. Or, wild animals probably hate humans because we're so mean to them. Cats are aloof and not as affectionate as dogs. Chihuahuas are yappy and bite ankles. Reptiles don't have very much to say because they have reptilian brains and therefore aren't as advanced as mammals. We can also be influenced in our communication by our personal agendas, ethical and spiritual beliefs, and choices. The validity or truth of these beliefs and agendas is not the issue. Being aware of them and setting them aside when we enter into a communication with an animal is what's important. Examples of Agendas Animals do best on a raw diet. People who aren't vegetarians shouldn't think they can talk to animals. Holistic veterinary care is superior to conventional veterinary care, or vice versa. Animals are helpless victims of human cruelty and injustice. Cats should be protected from the dangers of being outside. Cats need to be outside, and it's cruel to keep them indoors. It's not wrong to have these beliefs and agendas, but awareness of them can help to keep you in a neutral place of listening to animals' ideas, thoughts, and feelings rather than your own. 5. Strong Emotions, Grief, Guilt, and Fear When we're in a place of dealing with strong emotions, it can be difficult to hear or be aware of anything else. I see this most commonly with people when they are grieving the loss of a beloved animal friend, or questioning the choices or decisions that they made or didn't make, or are in a strong state of fear about something that is happening with an animal or other beloved. One definition of emotion is energy in motion. Emotions are intelligent, healthy, and natural responses to our life experiences. However, when we resist them or don't allow them to run their natural course, they can become stuck and also hook into our thought patterns and get stuck in a kind of feedback loop. And in this situation, we can have a hard time hearing or understanding anything except our own painful inner experience. Emotions are healthy. Stuck, unprocessed emotions, not so much. If you find that difficult emotions are all that you hear or feel when you try to communicate with the being of another species, you may need additional support or help. Sometimes it's as simple as letting it go for the time being and coming back another day or time. Sometimes more professional help or support is needed. I hope that this is helpful for you in identifying some of the things that may be interfering with your ability to hear beings of other species clearly. 
This is by no means a comprehensive list, but it's a start. This article was written by Nancy Windhart and narrated by Marie T. Russell. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you.